Hey guys, and welcome back to episode 10 of Live with Lewis. I'm your host, Matthew Lewis, and here we have Josh Ravenscraft, owner of New Frontier. Row the intro. Josh, how are you? How's it going, man? It's going. Thanks for having me. It's a beautiful Monday here in Moorhead. Well, I guess if you think beautiful is cold it's a <laughs> yeah, cold day in it's Morehead. Cold. it's cold day it's winter but i'm doing good that's good that's staying good. warm okay first question that i that i ask everybody where'd you grow up coincidentally grew up here <laughs> in the big city of Morehead. yeah Morehead. now i mean uh grew up on a farm in round county um out on rice road so i was born on a farm out there I mean, I guess I could technically say I'm from Moorhead, but um, Moorhead, Round County, yeah. it's all the same. So, grew up here, born here, raised here, um, but it's really pretty out there on Rice Road, yeah. grow, um, out on the Farmer Sharky exit. Yeah. Beautiful out there. Yeah, Dad lives out there. He lives uh, down at Ramey Ridge, right next to the golf course. Uh-huh. Yeah, Heck he lives yeah. over in there. But so. as you, when I grew up there, it was like super remote. Yeah. And like there were only a couple houses and a couple neighbors. Like you knew everybody basically. Right. And now when you drive out there, it's like Boom. hundreds of homes. Yeah. I'm like, who are these people? <laughs> like cool for the economy and local tourism, but like yeah. who are you all? But yeah. yeah, they they're all coming from Lexington. Yeah. I'm sure. And I think some of them commute too from um probably from there and go to like Mount Sterling yeah. places. But yeah, going out there, I'm like, good lord. But our farm's still there that we grew up on, but they sold awesome. it and like sectioned a couple parts yeah, they of it off. It off yeah. But man, that yeah, it's really blew up that exit out there. Yeah, but that's the, yeah, that's where I was born at. It was a lot slower pace. Yeah, back then. yeah. With it, it was weird. I saw a, a Bud Light truck pulling eight hundred one BP. Oh my! Gosh. I was like, wow, the, the times we live in. Wow. <laughs> yeah. So I get. I mean that that definitely didn't happen back then. Like just, no, no. I guess for the people listening, it's important to know that the, um, what did you call it? The alcohol bill or yeah, license the, was approved yeah, for just, county sales. So yeah. like, there's probably going to be like drunk people driving around <laughs> yeah. in the county. Yeah. Well, they, have, they don't have to drive as far now. They ain't got to drive a lot anymore. That's now. true. Yeah. So <laughs> we'll, just keep them, we'll just keep them all out there, you know? Yeah. So you grew up here just like me mm -hmm. and I'm pretty sure that you went to Round County. Is that right? Yeah, I went to, uh, had to, right? Yeah. Um, went to Round County um, High School, but like yeah. before that, Round County Middle School, before that. McBrayer. What was it, McBrayer? Then, yeah, we went to McBrayer. We went, I think we've been to school together like all the way. Yeah, there's like, we did. <laughs> we were with, yeah, we yeah. went, I guess, where did it start? Moorhead Elementary? Yeah. And then it just went up through there. I don't know, but I was, we were McBrayer. Yeah. Um. Actually, I did a stint at Lakeside Christian Academy. Did you really? Yeah. I, that. I think it, I forgot about that. Yeah. Yeah, they sent me off. I was being too bad. <laughs> yeah. They're like, no, he's got to go down there for a little bit. But Lakeside Christian Academy, it's in proximity where we are here. It's just right down the road. But yeah, I went there sixth grade and seventh grade. Really? And then, yeah. I didn't know that. At I all. was back and forth. Yeah. <laughs> Had to go touch in and see what's up. You was definitely there. there in eighth grade. You was at the old middle school in eighth grade. Wait. Seventh grade. Seventh grade. Yeah. Yeah. And then I got held back. So then I got to I got to meet a lot of people. Yeah. Different schools being held back. Uh but most important thing, we stuck together. <laughs> yeah, we're still it here. Dropped us. Yeah, yeah, we're still here. We're still here. So it dropped us together. But yeah, went to Round County. Yeah. So after you after you graduated, did, did you end up going to college or anything? Like twenty sixteen. So graduated in twenty sixteen from high school. Yep. Thank God. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we, we was we walked across the stage same day. Oh man. Believe it or not, we made it. We did it. <laughs> Shout yeah. out to Marvin Moore. Yeah. yeah. Um. But yeah, twenty sixteen graduated. And, um, I, I knew I probably should go to college or yeah. I guess that's what you're Every, supposed to that's do. That's what everybody told us. So I, yeah, I did. I went to Moorhead state yeah. uh, for a couple of years on yeah. and off, but I have nothing, no degree to show for right. it. So I just went to Moorhead for, I don't know, a couple semesters here, a couple there. 
um I think I just didn't want to pay. Like I didn't, I didn't want yeah. to keep paying. I didn't have any like fast for money. Right. I didn't have parents paying for my school. So I'm like, man, I'm just out of pocket for all this <laughs> yeah. stuff. I'm like, they send you bills like, Hey, before you start next semester, you owe us $20,000. Yeah. I'm like, just make sure you're caught up, you know? Like, I'm like it's no thanks. Yeah. Um, so yeah, right out of high school, went to Moorhead state. Um, I guess I probably, opted out of Moorhead about 2018 or 2019 but i kept it all local yeah i mean yeah it's like it's like with me i started did you go to college no after nope i started the plant board two weeks after high school that's a power move (laughs) yeah i've been there ever since cool yeah been there for six years we've been out of high school for six years how does that make you feel it feels like a weird dream yeah it feels like like we went to after prom and like (laughs) got drugged or something (laughs) yeah and here we are. Yeah. It's like, well, all right, let's let's go let's move on till tomorrow. Speaking you know? of Round County, <laughs> previous guest on here, I think before me it was Peyton Fanna. Yeah. Shout out to Peyton. I don't know if Cameron Plank was before. Yep, he was. So that's eight. Eight. And yep. then I'm not sure if any of the others went to Round County or not. They everyone or maybe their age group. I'm not yeah, sure. Yeah, no. Um I think everyone I've that that's yeah that's I think that's the ongoing joke. I ask everybody where they went Coming to school, and uh, you can only be on this yeah, podcast if, if you went go to Round County. County. Yeah, but yeah, I think everyone except for except for two people. Okay, they've all went to. They're all our age though. Went to Round County. Forty-five. <laughs> yeah. Forty. Forty-five. <laughs> yeah. righty. Uh let let's get to the hard hitting questions. So, New Frontier. When when did it start? So new wait, f- hold on. Let me let me rephrase that. How did it start? What what in its you- simplest form? Take it back to run it back. Twenty sixteen high yeah. school. Yeah, I have a brother, Jared. Yeah, he's four years older than me. So in twenty sixteen, and um, I was a senior in high school. Right. Jared played basketball at Moorhead State, so he's a student athlete. We didn't really. You know, through school, Jared and I were obviously brothers, and but we didn't really see each other all the time. Like when I was in high school and he was in college because he was playing sports in school. And then I was at Round County. just kind of doing my own thing. I played basketball, but yeah. that's about all I did. And um, as I ended my high school career and Jared started ending his college career, we were kind of, I think, and we were spending a little bit more time together because we were getting some more free time and kind of looking beyond. I was looking beyond high school. He was looking beyond college. Like, what's next? What do we right. do? Um, we didn't really have like a family business. We could just this not to sound bad, but like we didn't have a family business to fall back in or maybe a security net. Right. So at the end of the day, we knew like, hey, it's on us. Like, if we go to college or if I go to college or like to him get a job, like. I'm like, whoa, what's this going to look like? Like, what's going to happen to Jared? And then, like, should I go to college? What do we do? Yeah. Um, But so as we ease into that summer, you know, Jared and I start spending some more time together. Um, and there's really just nothing else to do around in Moorhead. So we would, like, get in the Jeep and we'd go for drives by Cave Run Lake. we go hike at Red River Gorge. Um, sometimes we take trips to, like, North Carolina area, West Virginia, and we really appreciated like the outdoors. Yeah. Not like going on like a 40 mile hike. Like, right. you know, a lot of times people are like, oh, you all love the outdoors, man. You all hike. I'm like, I mean, it's pretty. Yeah. But like, you're going to catch me on the Shell Toy Trace on a Tuesday. <laughs> yeah. You know, so amongst the couple of discussions, like, you know, Jared's, he's really talented and like creative in a sense. And I always looked at Jared like, God, like, how do you do, you know, you're really talented and creative. Like, how do you do that stuff? Like he would draw all the time and sketch yeah. stuff. And I'm like, I can't do that, but you can, that's really cool. Um, so it, it kind of happened organically. Uh, Jared and I were actually in a Creek hiking. It was in Fleming County. And, um, we were just a loose combo. It's like, man, you know, we really, you know, what would be cool is to have some shirts or tank tops that say like, and I don't know what we said at the time, but we said it was probably a really stupid idea. Yeah. But it was just, what if we had some stuff that was kind of like, I don't know, our own twist on it? Because Patagonia couldn't sell that stuff. Like <laughs> Patagonia couldn't say 
some stuff that people around here would want to say, like Appalachians, people from right. Kentucky, Eastern Kentucky, like, you know, and then we start kind of rumbling around like, okay, well, there's nobody really around here that like beyond a boutique, like a clothing brand. So like, so tying back into why we started New Frontier and how it came about, there were really two main points as I was talking about, like there's a creek scenario with Jared. Yeah. Him and I were talking like Patagonia is like this rich kid vibe and like they don't say Appalachia. Right. Not even just saying Appalachia, but like they don't, they're not here. It doesn't get close to home. They don't they don't know what these hills are like and they don't right. know what Kentucky's like, you know? So, and not that they don't have to, but like, we were like people around here want a voice. Right. Even if it's just a small group of people, like people who listen to Chris Stapleton, like his music. Yeah. And they listen to him and his voice and his take on it. So there was a Creek scene that was really super natural. that Jared and I started talking about it and that just came out of passion for the outdoors. Second scene. Now that we're talking about it, we were janitors at Round County High School after the summer after I graduated. Yeah. And then Jared graduated college. We were in um, an art room cleaning lights and like doing the summer cleanup. Yeah. And I think that's when it really started because we were like, and nothing against like the janitors and the people who do summer cleanups. My right. mom's a teacher around. <laughs> yeah. So like she's put food on the table for us when we were kids, but like, and ton of friends at round county as far as teachers and staff go so yeah. i'm not bashing them but right right out of high school and you now i'm going into college i'm like i don't really want to be a janitor right now like, yeah i don't want to be cleaning lights and jared being a student athlete on paper he had a degree 4.0 student i was looking at him like what are you doing like <laughs> yeah. maybe i should be here but not you yeah and um so we we still had in mind like the whole like brand idea yeah and we're like I don't ever think we second guessed it. We just started because we had nothing else to lose. Right. We just kind of put in our notice and said, hey, we're not going to be at the um, the summer cleanup next week at the high school. And we kind of just transitioned that summer and started with our first hat order. So and, you started uh, with hats? Yeah. Started okay. with like 12, maybe 24 hats. Yeah. Funded. All that was like funded by what we had from like the school yeah. uh, cleanup couple hundred bucks maybe maybe it got more but it was just minimum wage work yeah so that's where it started with some trucker hats and um we didn't even get into shirts yet or anything we were just we had uh, a previous brand name at the time um that we changed our name to um but at the time the brand name we had some hats on it and we we, we would share it through like snapchat and like I know people just word of mouth locally, like, yeah. man, I want some of those hats, or we deliver them on campus. People and, love uh, hats. Yeah. And they were like, it's not a Patagonia hat, <laughs> yeah. and it's not a $50 hat. But, you know, I think people uh, started to maybe catch on to what we were trying to say locally, like, yeah, you know. Shop local. Shop local, and also, too, like we're a brand you know it's not a boutique it's different so yeah. like a boutique can carry other brands but um that's kind of how it started really at, not at the i guess you would say at the bottom but like no investors like it wasn't some business pitch like oh we can make this much money doing this yeah like it was never chasing like money or anything and yeah. I, I think that's why we're sitting here and i know that we're still growing is because we put the brand and the mission and the passion that we have for it and other people can take a piece of that with them too. And that's, what's most important. But like, yeah, I think anything, if you chase money right off the bat or like there's something scheme, you won't last you right. know? or you'll get burned out and you just won't want to do it. Right. But yeah, it's pretty unique. That answers everywhere. I mean, it's hard to pinpoint one exact thing. You know, when you start something, it's like, there's a, it takes a lot of yeah. different stuff that comes takes a together. Lot of pressure, yeah. Then when you look back, it's like all that stuff happened for this reason, but like, there's not just one moment really that, you know, it just went boom, yeah. light switch. There's the brand. It takes a lot of people locally. Yeah. Even. So, yeah. So the, the Creek scene that you guys were talking about, was that the Kentucky shirt that you guys had made? So that Kentucky shirt, um, cause that was always, that's always been my favorite shirt. The Kentucky shirt was our first shirt we ever made. And yeah. um, it wasn't really, I mean, we didn't know where to start, but we're like, okay, if we're 
a Kentucky brand, yeah. we're going to come out of the gate and swing. Right. And we're going to put it on the chest. So we were actually, one of us, Jared or I were reading like a Native American Iroquois Indian book. We were reading about like the tribes that were in Kentucky um, around the Daniel Boone area. And it, in that book, it says that one of the tribes called Kentucky the land of tomorrow. That Yeah. That's on the if shirt. that's the tea you're talking about. It is. And um, it's the blue one. Yeah, the blue yeah. one. Yeah. So we did the Kentucky across the chest and the, the pine tree or cedar tree going yeah. up and then the land of tomorrow under it. And we're like, that's badass. Yeah. Because, I mean, the Indian tribes are saying it. We're going we're gonna to carry that on. <laughs> yeah. So we put it on there and that we still carry it to this day. Yeah. I, see, I was in your shop the other day and I seen it. It's like, just a cool land of tomorrow. I was, I was like, I think I need another one. I mean, I that I phrase has got passed along from like, you think about when we first put it down on a laptop, I've got like pictures when we were making it. Um, even like some of the folks at App Harvest and their leadership have used it to tell, you know, talking to investors saying like, yeah. Kentucky's the land of tomorrow. And I'm like, <laughs> yes, it is. Yeah. Kentucky's new frontier. I'm like, yes, it is. Yeah. So the branding behind that's even bigger than us. You know, if somebody's like Kentucky land of tomorrow, like I want to go to Kentucky. Yeah. You know, they don't, they don't know Jared or our new frontier. Like they're just like, wow, that's really cool. So that is sweet. I love, I mean, land of tomorrow. It's deep. Awesome. See, I never understood. Like I always, honestly, I thought that you guys came up with the land of tomorrow. I didn't know. No, that. our predecessors did. Yeah. I can't think of the Indian tribe though. I'm going to have to jog yeah. my memory. It might've been the Cherokee, Okay, but they were here. <clears throat> some i'll have to find that book <laughs> yeah but usually when you read a good book or something it's the best way to get inspired for a design and if you jared does a lot of our well most of our designing i don't yeah. do too much but i mean i am i am with him at times right. and like just bouncing ideas look at stuff forth. like yeah we should try this or but like all those ideas are from us yeah and they're not like we're not paying some like agency to be like hey can you design us some stuff <laughs> to sell in kentucky yeah Odds are we've read a book or heard a quote or like we've something's influenced us around here, but yeah. Yeah. So, um, whenever you were starting, what was some of your challenges? Uh, challenges starting, I would just say a business. I wouldn't even yeah. say new frontier, but starting, you know, we had people locally, like when we started, I'm not going to name any names right. or anything, but like, let's say you're in a bigger city. It's it's probably a little easier to start right. a bit, any kind of business yeah. or even maybe a podcast or anything like you just, Hey, you got more people. Exactly. And then like, I'll just say, you know, I recall a time where we went to ask somebody who was supposed to help us, you know, like, what do we do locally? We're wanting to start this brand, you know, any pointers for two idiots that don't know what they're doing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and they were like, Basically, like, you don't want to get into clothing. You should start a car dealership. I mean, it's cool, but that's not for us. Like, that's yeah. not why we came here. <laughs> yeah. We came here to ask you, yeah. to make, you know, clothing. Brand, we we but... can't make cars. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So um, I'd say one challenge is just being in a remote area. Yeah. And that goes for Moorhead or it goes for really, like, Eastern Kentucky. Or you could even go bigger and say, like, Appalachia. And I'm not, it's not impossible. Right. But, like. Maybe people in Lexington, Austin, Texas, Nashville. Big cities. You go to bigger cities, it's just you have more resources, more yeah. capital, more people, and you can probably get some more yeses quicker than you could yeah. here, you know. But it's also a blessing, too, being like being able to work from a place like Moorhead because it's so rural. I mean, there's not many distractions. You can yeah. get stuff done. You know, imagine starting like in Nashville, like, oh <laughs> yeah. man, we got to go out every night, right. you know, um, Moorhead and really Eastern Kentucky is just a really quiet rural place to, to work and think. Um, so, I mean, that's one challenge being from like a remote area and having an online store, starting a clothing brand is the most yeah. futuristic thing that you could at the time in 2016, it was like, what are you all doing? <laughs> it, it's like, why are you all doing it? Whenever I got my, my flood relief shirt, I ordered off Instagram and I'm like, Instagram shop. Yeah. That's a whole nother. Yeah. Oh I was my like, God. This is crazy. I've never done this before in my, I just started yeah. buying stuff off Facebook. I mean, not like, like marketplace yeah. I've done, but you can buy things off Facebook and then have it shipped to you. And I'm like, this is insane. It's insane. It really is. Like, 
So it's Meta. Yeah. I guess now yeah. Meta owns Facebook and Instagram. Yeah. So they're connected as a Facebook Meta shop. <laughs> yeah. And they kind of did this all with like under us. Like they didn't come to us and say, Hey, New Frontier, is it okay if we combine your shop with a Facebook Meta shop and Instagram? They just did it. Yeah. And so on our orders, like it starts showing up as Instagram, Facebook, Meta. And that's a pretty significant portion of our sales. Yeah. So yeah, that's wild. But um, I'd say, you know, there's challenges every day. Um, but I think the main thing, like people, you can't be afraid to get started. Yeah. You know, you can't look too much around here and be like, you know, if you, if you got something you want to do, you need to use what you can around you and just, and just get started. That's the main thing. And don't like talk yourself out of it before. It's like with the podcast. I, I've tried to do this for probably two years now. Mm -hmm. Like this is my second year and I actually done it and I'm like, I'm going to do it. Yeah. You know, I kept on talking myself out of it and talking myself out of it, but I finally did it and I love it. Yeah. Like <laughs> as you get started, like it's the main thing is getting started around here and like, don't let, you know, there's gonna be a lot of people try to influence you. A lot of people. Yeah. Like locally, I, if anybody loves Moorhead, it's me. I mean, I grew yeah. up here. I want to see this place booming and I want to see you have a skyscraper podcast studio <laughs> down there, like, yeah. like in Cirrus XM. Yeah. But like, you can't, you got to listen to your own voice at times. Right. You can take bits and pieces from people locally. And there's been a lot of people help out locally and a lot of people purchase items who's allowed us to stay in business. But like, then there's also the other side of it. Yeah. It's like the ones that will turn their heads when they know they shouldn't turn their heads. The ones that go shop elsewhere, or listen right. to somebody else's podcast. I mean, you can do those things, but like, Show the love. Right. Local. You live here. Yeah. You know? And you don't have to do it in a fake way. Like, yeah. oh, you know, you can, you got to find a way to be authentic and want to actually either shop local or like help or yeah. just be a part of it. Cause people are like, oh, our town sucks. You know, <laughs> I, I mean, I don't say that, but like, yeah. oh, you know, there's we're, nothing we're from a small here. town. Yeah. There's yeah. nothing to do here. We'll do something about it. Yeah. Like, don't, don't leave. Like, don't move away <laughs> yeah. to Florida, you know, and then talk bad about your hometown. Right. Like, base camp here show us what you got yeah. like make something but i understand everybody doesn't have the opportunity to do that but that's why i appreciate what you're doing because like thank you getting started you're well beyond getting started but like this is cool it's the future you. i mean everybody's yeah everybody's listening to podcasts like i was telling you before we went on air like i was saying like um dave fortnoy yeah joe rogan yeah like I, I'm sure there's other podcasts. Yeah, see, I'm not really savvy in that space, but like, uh, there's a there's one Roman Atwood. He's he actually lives in Ohio, really? and uh, he he done he's been on YouTube forever. I mean years, and uh, he just started doing a podcast. And I guess who he's worked with like throughout the years, they're coming on, and that's how I learn about like new creators. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Whenever like on Impulsive and places like that's where I learned about Roman was on Impulsive. Okay, so I just learn. I just try to. I guess he's like, from Ohio. Roman Atwood is, yeah. Okay. And uh, whenever, whenever I like watch somebody do something, that's how I learn. I guess is why I watch. So, like that's literally all I watch. Is yeah. Podcast. And that's like, yeah. I mean, for like even like people listening, it's important. You get like heck with me. You get a bunch of like let's say you get a hundred people on there. Yeah. You somebody can take one thing that could change your life from listening to that and be right. like, okay, I'm going through some shit, some stuff right now, yeah. and like they went through that and maybe right. I could like, you know, it's so like, man, I listened to his podcast and there's some really good pointers on there. Yeah. And the good thing too about podcasts is like, they live on. So like yeah. you can post it tomorrow and then like three years. Yeah. I'll still be there. If yeah. I'm out in the woods, I can <laughs> yeah. somebody like, boom, watch it. Oh yeah. You know? Yeah. yeah. That's a cool, I think that's a cool part about it too. So to uh, touch on the topic of the challenges, what, what kind of challenges do you face now? Like since like obviously you're up and running, doing good. What what are some things that I mean you can aliens. Absolutely... Aliens, yeah. I get that. Yeah. <laughs> um challenges. I mean, there's trust me, I'm yeah. not at a loss for words on challenges and starting a business or even like the current challenges. And they're just common. Yeah, you wake up. I mean, there's yeah. challenges everywhere it can be economic challenges it could be like i mean literally everything running a business but it's it's really important to note like 
how you react to those challenges. And once yeah. you know the challenges are going to be there, then you're good. Right. But like when you're like, oh, everything's going to be perfect today. We're going to be great. <laughs> That's when you get knocked down. Yeah. Um, challenges today for, I mean, just being in business here. Um, gosh, let me see. I prepared a list. <laughs> yeah, just pull out a... Um, you know, every time, like when somebody asks me this, I always want to revert and say, it's all in how you react to it. But I'm yeah. trying to think of some insightful problems. Um, I'm tying back to what I said earlier, like population thing. Yeah. Can you tell a difference in the population? Like whenever you first started and now? Well, it's just, it's like a mind F because like yeah. we have our online store and our Instagram and our Facebook. Oh We've yeah. Got like so many followers there and it's booming. Like, we're shipping like yesterday. I was looking like Hawaii, Australia, That's New crazy. York, on the daily. Yeah. But then you then I then I get in the jeep and I drive downtown. I'm like, what's up? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Here we are. Yeah. But I'm really proud. And when I say that, but like, um, I think it's just a, it's just a regional thing, and it it might not even be educational so much, but like, people just appreciating. Yeah. Like what you're doing. Um, and most people do, but like, you know, people like, man, you all really, you know, really doing good. So I think, and that, that might happen in other communities as well, but, um, I, but yeah, one challenge rural community. I mean, like we're not in a LA. Yeah. So uh, another challenge is probably maybe just not lack of experience, but like you get experience as you as go. You go yeah. So like I'm 26, started this sucker when I was like 20. So I'm still <laughs> yeah. was super young then. St I still in the grand scheme of like being a business owner, yeah. I'm still like a baby. Right. Young. So like you got to stay in the mindset of like continually wanting to learn, knowing you're going to screw up. Um. Ooh, another thing would be like job force. Yeah, that, so that's, like, that was what I was going to. So let's say you want to go higher um, for the field and maybe like for this too, let's say like, for you or for me, like to hire an a graphic design yeah. editor, somebody to go on. And there are people around here. Like somebody's probably gonna listen back. F you, Josh, I edit, man, come <laughs> yeah. down the road. I mean, yeah. like having a pool of people, like right. hundreds and thousands of people to choose from um, workforce. And is that workforce trained uh, up to speed with the day to day? Yeah. Uh, they don't have to be IT genius techs, but like you, to gotta be, you have to be in on, touch yeah. with like, hey, podcasts are relevant in the world <laughs> yeah. hey clothing brands we everywhere we need clothes clothing brands are everywhere <laughs> yeah and i mean futuristic like here in the next couple of weeks we're about to announce some like the most sustainable product in the u.s that's on wraps okay and i leaked it here <laughs> like even thinking like okay like sustainability that's cool you know yeah. that it's a cool thing to bring to kentucky in the region yeah. And otherwise, it might not be to some degree right? Uh, through clothing. So I think it's just the biggest challenge is getting people to understand. Now, part of that's on us, too, to, like, communicate to them through advertising and, like, even things like this, like what we're doing, why yeah. we're doing it, and that kind of stuff. But um, challenges... <sighs> One challenge is food. It's a personal challenge. <laughs> yeah. I want a Chipotle and a Chick-fil-A here. That's what I want. Yeah. We're getting a Cattleman's. We are. Yeah. Yeah. Cattleman's. Uh, uh, we're getting a Cattleman's. We're getting a, they're moving the McDonald's. Hey. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Moving on top of the hill. We're getting a Burger King. Where the McDonald's is. A little okay. McDonald's. My food sorrows might be good <laughs> yeah. after that. After that, though, it's, we're getting a, a Jiffy Lube. So, I don't know. You're into oil. I'll but... take it. I'll take what I can get here. <laughs> yeah. Um, um, so another question I had. So we, we know that you have a shop in Moorhead, right? I thought I saw somewhere that you have a, a store in, in the mall in Lexington. Yeah, there's – we went through a saga of where we're located. Yeah. Um, Started in a garage. I remember the garage. Out Beverly County Bus Garage. Yeah. We started there, and we sold out of there. Now the whole warehouse is ours, and we just use it to ship, and then offices on the back. But when we started there, then we moved down. We've got a storefront on Main Street, which, yeah. in my opinion, is bad. A, I mean, it looks like a cabin when you yeah, there, like sweet. 
It used to be a bike shop, wasn't it? it used to be a bike shop. How now... was that a bike shop? I remember it being a bike shop, like, ever since I've been alive, I feel like. Yeah, it was a bike shop for a while, and then, uh, actually, the owner approached us, and we worked out a deal where we could bring New Frontier on Main Street, because yeah. we were like, if we're a brand from this town, it's important to us to have a in-person experience, right. like, I don't know, just little things like being wood, the cabin feel, the rustic it vibe. Awesome. Looks Thanks, sweet man. in there. Appreciate it. And um, so we got that and we got our online store. Most of what we do is online. Yeah. I would say 80% of what we do is online. And for anybody who doesn't know, like, you just go online and order something, like you said, <laughs> yeah. like Facebook, yeah. Instagram, Amazon. Are you on Amazon? Yeah, recently. That is That awesome. was a beast. That yeah. was a beast to get approved. That took, uh, the latter half of summer, I mean, that took weeks to get approved yeah. because they just don't let anybody sell. Um, we've had location like wholesale locations in Colorado, um, really? from Colorado to like Cavern, like Scotch Creek <laughs> Marina. Yeah. Um, we have a wholesale location in Asheville. When I say wholesale, they carry our gear. Yeah. We don't have like a store. Um, Fayetteville and Lexington had a yeah. for a stint. Yeah, beside the Apple store, they yeah. carried our gear, which was cool. So, um, those locations still have our gear. I don't think the mall does. Recently, yeah. they wanted to reboot it again, yeah. but um, I think we're rethinking our wholesale strategy. We're more so like if we're going to do wholesale, like if it was in the mall, we would do like a pop up, or we're looking for right. like storefronts. Like, should we open a store in the mall? Like yeah. that. Those are the questions now. Not so much like. Hey, we used but to at the time, course? I was yeah. thankful. That was big. Right. The fam all. A lot of people, a lot of foot traffic. Um, I think somebody's bootlegging our gear. I don't think we're anywhere <laughs> else yeah. unless. Yeah. Um, no, I think that's about it. That's unless, awesome. You know, there's a handful of, we'll send wholesale orders, at yeah. accounts that get approved to like Virginia and Tennessee and places, Arizona and one to Vegas. But like, those will stock up and uh, they'll make reorders periodically. But yeah. The prominent ones in Asheville, North Carolina. Yeah, that's sweet. That one's, uh, that, Asheville's like the hub of Appalachia. Yeah. So there's a ton of people down there wearing New Frontier who probably don't have a clue <laughs> yeah. where Morehead yeah. is. They're like, definitely don't know who we are. Right. But they're just like, oh, that's a really cool Appalachia hoodie or that's a yeah. cool take a hike hat. Yeah, take a hike. Yeah. yeah so they're like, yeah. That's cool. So I, I ask this question to everybody. If you could live anywhere in the world, where would it be and why? I don't want to answer this wrong, but gosh, Hawaii. Hawaii? Yeah. it's awesome. Just because. Now, I love Moorhead. Yeah. I love Appalachia. Yeah. I love this place. I'm like, I die for it every day. I wake up. I got it basically tattooed on my forehead, <laughs> so I yeah. can't leave it. Yeah, I'm stuck with it. Not really. I love it, but like Hawaii's got like hill mountains. Yeah, and they've also got the beach, and it's best of both worlds. It kind of yeah, you got mountain and sea. So I'm like, this is like a parallel universe. <laughs> this can't be. It's real. like a Fortnite map. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, follow me on. I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah, I haven't played follow, Fortnite in a while. Me on Twitch. Yeah. yeah, but um, Hawaii's like mountain and sea. It's like it's like a different planet. But I'd like to live there. Yeah. Uh, for those reasons also too just because it being like when you go to the beach or something and it's hot out like in kentucky in the winter or maybe other areas around here too it can get depressing like yeah. the time went back and yeah. like like we'll walk outside it's 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 5 30 yeah. we'll walk outside in 20 minutes don't be pitch dark yeah so like it'll it's a seasonal depression type thing yeah. but like the beach just getting some sun salt yeah it can improve your mood and like i just I would love to be in Hawaii base camped, not in a, not even in a big home or anything. Yeah. Just like I would go camp in a tent just to wake up <laughs> yeah. there. That'd be a different experience with it. Oh yeah. What about, I need to flip some of these questions because <laughs> yeah. I'm interested. Yeah. Can I flip and ask yeah. you, go ahead. where would you um, want to? So I can't remember who it was. I think Cameron, Cameron asked me that. And I think Colorado. Oh, yeah, that was... Yeah, I think Colorado. I don't know why. You've been to Colorado, right? Mm -hmm. How is it? Do you know what city? No. Or just... A... I have no idea. That's a great answer, because I yeah. was going to say Colorado before Hawaii. Yeah. Um, 
Colorado's great. Yeah. I don't know. There's a whole side of Colorado, like there's skiing. Yeah. Uh, it's just, there's, well, hey, there's people. If you go to like Denver and like uh, the cities, now there's places where there's nobody. But See, like, that's the places I want to go to okay. is where there's like, like nobody. no one. Well, obviously like everybody goes into like Denver yeah. and they hub in Denver. But yeah. there's, that's not where you go. Denver's like Louisville. Like you get to Denver oh, yeah. and there's concrete all around you. There's buildings. Yeah. You have to drive like an hour to like Estes Park to see elk walking around. You got to go down to like Grand Junction. Like I've heard of Grand Junction. You, you would love. Yeah. And too, I mean, it's just facts. Like uh, marijuana is legal yeah. to some degree. So like dispensaries provide right. revenue for the state. Um, it's a whole nother topic on Kentucky. But like, yeah, it's pulling the dispensary and it's like yeah. you don't get handcuffed. Right. That's wild. It's like. There you go. Yeah. So, um, which has becoming more of a thing in other states, but right. that's not the draw for me. See, me neither. Like, I don't, I don't give no, a hoot no, about no, that. No. I just think, to me, I like obviously there's mountains here, but I want to see like mountains. Like, I want to see like you can't Rocky Mountains. Yeah. Like, I, I. It's just to me, it's so fascinating that that's here, and like people's not like, yeah. Like, just look at. I mean, you just need oh, to yeah. look at it. And that is, I've never, I've seen it on videos and stuff you'll like need that. To, you'll need to pick up when you travel for a session, we need yeah. to find an influencer in Colorado. Yeah. And you need to interview him there. That'd be sweet. I would think who we can, we'll line somebody up. Yeah. But yeah. Just like being out there, it's just good. Um, It's it's like, a, like I said, a foreign world. You get out there like, yeah. oh my God, like these mountains are just huge. Yeah. And it sounds like so like granola, like, oh my God, the mountains. But like. It's like when you're here in Moorhead, like you're seeing like St. Clair, not, not bashing St. Clair. Yeah. That's not what this is about, but like you see the same old stuff every day. I yeah. see the warehouse. <laughs> yeah. I see the log yard across from it. No knock to anybody or anything. It's like, you get tired you of get looking tired at the same way. Yeah. I pull out of the driveway. I'm like, man, I see this stuff every day. I see <laughs> yeah. that field. I see those yeah. trees. I see that neighbor. That's weird. <laughs> not really. Yeah. But like it's just good to get out in different places and talk to different people. Yeah. Um see I've never really I've traveled a little. I've went I've went to Georgia and Seattle. Whoa. And, Seattle? Yeah. What did that, you do out there? That was uh my wife's brother is in the Navy and he's deployed. Yeah, wow. he's, he's he's active duty down there. And this summer I went and seen him. And that was the first time I was ever on a plane. And did that, you do you take planes good? No, mm -mm. no. Very first plane ride, I had engine failure. I was, oh met, my gosh. yeah, I was met on the runway. There was fire trucks. There was five fire trucks waiting for us. That happens on every flight. Yeah, this kid. Yeah, yeah. And uh, gosh, but see, halfway through, see, it was I was in the middle because there's no way I could have been by the aisle because um I just couldn't, and there's no uh -huh. way I could have been by the window. So I was in the middle between her sister and her. And they were asleep. There's no way I could have slept. We're on a plane, you know. That's and then, a rough first experience. Well, then I heard a thud. I heard the thud, and I woke my wife up and I said, "Hey, something's going on. We're 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 going down. <laughs> this is all there is to it." Oh my gosh! And she said, "You're crazy. There's nothing going on." I said, "Okay, all right." And then uh, it got really really hot. They had to turn the air off. Because uh -oh. we only we what airline was it Delta? Oh wow, the, the big boys. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. God Delta. And then we landed, and uh, her dad said, "Man, that'd be crazy if those fire trucks were for us." And then we pulled in. Sure enough, they hey, rolled it in. It was, and the Gosh. the guy said, "We have to change terminals, so I'm closer to the mechanic." Wow, so, what a first experience in Seattle. Yeah, yeah, and I was like, well, if I leave now, I can drive back, and I don't have to fly back. But I flew back. I flew Alaskan on the way back, and it wasn't as good as an airline, I guess. I don't know my airlines, but no um, engine failure. On behalf of Delta, we apologize <laughs> for your yeah. convenience. Well, we we got a, uh, like a coupon thing for next flight, $50 off. That's cool. I, I'm like, oh, you add can, a couple zeros. Yeah, I'm like, you can keep it. I mean, I'm, it's not like I'm going to use it. But no, not again. Yeah, Don't fly Delta. Yeah, Golly, guys. But uh, making me nervous. But I think I'd fly to, you know, to go see the. I mean, I'd fly again, obviously. Oh yeah, I think, uh, Frontier Airlines, and then out of Cincinnati to Denver. Yeah, that's the move. How many hours is it? I can't remember. I Three think, or four. Yeah, I think ours was six. That seems right. Seattle. Yeah. Yeah. 
It was four. My wife sang four. It was man, four hours. That Delta flight, really? Yeah, what man. were you all on? A yeah. private flight? No, it was, man, it was something. And uh, yeah, I'm shout out Boy County. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Boy County mascot. What's uh, their mascot? It's Ashland Tomcats. It's Boy County. Oh, oh, the Lions. Okay. Lions. She sang the Lions now. Lions. So, yeah. Oh, yeah. I forgot. Boyd, Ashland. Oh, there, there's 50. Russell. There's 50 of them. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot. <laughs> yeah. That's what I'm saying. I'm like, whatever. I remember from basketball, like, you'd play them all. Yeah. And like, every bus ride's the exact same almost. But yeah. You just go a couple different roads. Yeah. Like, whenever, like, whenever we first got together, she was naming all the schools and everything. She's like, oh, how many schools do you have? I'm like, one. Let's go up on this hill over here. Yeah. Literally every school I went to, I up went to the same place. Magnificent Hill. Yeah. Viking Hill. Viking Drive. It's kind of cool, though. Yeah. I didn't really think about it, but, like, opponents coming there, but, like, God, where are we going? Some <laughs> landfills up on this place. Yeah. Yeah. Whoever made this. Our Gosh. super old high school. Jeez. But, uh. So um, let's talk a little bit about the uh, the the search you guys made for the flood victims. How did that come about? So within the past two years, there's been like two catastrophic floods yeah. in eastern Kentucky. Coincidentally, you know, 2021, was it 2021 or 2020? But there's been two floods happening in two years, and that doesn't happen. Where was, the first? Where was uh, the first? Eastern Kentucky. I can't remember. Yeah. Probably because the second one, I mean, they were both very catastrophic. Yeah. But the the most recent one it was probably was like it was record awful. set. Yeah. So that's the thing about being a brand. Yeah. A clothing brand. Like when you claim, a, not claim the region, the region's not ours. Right. But it's what we appreciate. It's what yeah. we love. So like Eastern Kentucky and Appalachia, we preach it every day and we're here. And then another, you know. As a brand, we claim this area. It's like another yeah. brand in another town would claim a town or an area. Right. We're like, this is... We're going to take care of this town. You know, yeah. we're broadcasting EKY and Appalachia, like, every day. Yeah. That's what we put in our, on our satellites. So when something happens like that so close to home, like, you're left no choice. And it's like a it's like just being a good neighbor type yeah. thing. Even, like, even if anybody else responded around here, we were sitting there like, we have to do like we have yeah. to do something little like we have to use our brand and our following and just pivot and help these folks yeah. in there and it doesn't have to come save the world and it's not about like jerry and josh save the day <laughs> yeah it's not about new frontier good job boys but like it's about actually helping down there yeah and so like we um the quickest thing to do is just as far as like t-shirts go and that have Eastern Kentucky strong on them, really powerful messaging. And, um, when we put those T's out, it's like, I don't know. I mean, we expected to like help some people yeah, and just to some degree, we don't ever like want to like take over or take ownership. Yeah. That's not what it's about. Some people benefit off cat, like catastrophic right. events. Yeah. And we did not want to give off that vibe because we don't No, It's like, we're just wanting to show like, Hey, we can be good neighbors. We, yeah. Maybe another business would get motivated to be like, Oh, we can do something cool too. Right. Cause new frontier did that. So like, maybe we can do that. Um, so yeah, we did, um, Eastern Kentucky strong shirts, all the proceeds donated back. Um, we people, I mean, we were taking trailer loads of like bottled water yeah. or well, like crates of water. So we get crates from loads of water, run it down there uh drop them off at like drop centers yeah and it doesn't really hit home you know it, or it didn't hit home i mean it was tough hearing about the news but like when you're driving a trailer down there that's loaded down and they're unloading it and you're like whoa yeah and you see like the water lines like up in the trees you see like trailers in trees yeah and there's bodies missing it's like wow like what we're doing is actually helping so like when we you're dropping stuff off and you see people come just rolling in taking the water taking the cleaning supplies as soon as you drop it off i'm like wow like this uh this really means a lot to people and that's i feel so fulfilled right and i hate that stuff happens i pray like right. no floods and like 
there's been some fires pop up and yeah i've I've seen them fires yeah i don't want anything to happen but like if something happened here like if there was a flood in moorhead and our store got taken over or our warehouse knock on wood something happened it'd be cool for like let's say like pike a visit from pikeville said we're gonna help you guys out and i'm like we just hope for that same sense of community and like neighborness yeah so see the uh, what what a lot of people don't realize which you probably you went down there but like the utilities down there like we we oh, sent we sent two crews yeah we sent two crews down there and they were just covering up water lines like the the water was so bad that it washed out like a water line has to be three foot deep right at least three foot it I washed didn't know that. Co- three foot deep yeah for for frost line keep it below the frost uh-huh. line but it washed them completely out wow and like like where i work in the like the natural gas side of it Mm -hmm. like if water gets in your regulator you have to replace the regulator so the places that wow i mean and it's just crazy wow so you went down there no i was actually that's actually whenever i went to seattle's whenever they sent them but we sent down two crews and they sent me pictures and asked me questions and stuff like that yeah it was uh it was crazy it was wild to see it jared actually went we have a friend down there and his grandmother's house got just caked. Like yeah. it actually got flooded. So I was hauling supplies and I dropped Jared off and he went and pulled like, he was pulling like cabinets and papers because yeah. the whole basement of the house had like mud caked in it. And, uh, Jared was sending me pictures and I was like, this is like gruesome. Yeah. It really hits. If you think if that happened to us, like, God, it's crazy. Yeah. Like, like around here, like all the water, like from Clearfield comes here, like comes to my house. And is it, it flood here? Yeah. It, it's been the, the highest I've seen. It was four blocks high on my house. Oh my and my gosh. house is like, I think it's eight or nine blocks high or something. Wow. And I didn't know that. Yeah. But just like my house and my neighbor's house is the only two houses that gets flooded. But it's because, I mean, triplet is like, I could throw a rock and hit triplet that's how close we actually are to triplet that's so. a pretty big it gets a lot of water rolling yeah. like when it rains right? yeah and then does I'll, it run behind like um save a lot yes is that yeah. the same that's one? same creek yep runs uh yeah wow. the city park yep same one I remember, down Christy creek. this is on topic but still like i remember it like flooding up like down by wendy's and getting like, yeah. up by bp yeah. I don't know if that's been fixed or like redone in a way. I don't know. I know it hasn't happened. So, uh, I mean, I something had to. Something but yeah, the Eastern Kentucky strong efforts. We've the year before that, we did some stuff with that harvest because there was a no. flood and we took some water and met the governor and what all that stuff's about um, is just people helping. You know what I mean? Right. Because that's the end of the day. That's all you got. Like as a state, fellow Kentuckians, Eastern Kentucky help your neighbors you know you don't really have that sense or maybe you do but like some places don't have that sense of community right and like they're even in like a small town like in a big city you ain't got that community ain't no. nobody i mean it'd be hard new right. york you know say something happens man some they care less right but like and just look at like chris stapleton like as soon as it happened he was down there yeah that's he, what i want to talk about yeah. next is he had his boots on the ground down there helping leading by example obviously chris can't go pick like hold his hand up and save flooding but the fact that he took himself there and some of his bandmates was just like an example to people like wow if he can help i should probably help yeah that's similar like what we were doing like if we can do this to help and we you know as a business we're that's what's cool about being a small business in, in a sense like you can do that stuff right if we were like some corporate brand like you have to let's ask get back permission. into the patagonia yeah. is like good luck yeah. by the time you get approved or respond to that it's over it's a new year yeah so like that's cool where we're a local brand we can kind of flex around a little bit and uh, help people when needed yeah you know obviously um that's not the core business or anybody's business but those are always cool examples tyler childers went yeah. down Tyler was there for a bit helping, but didn't you guys good. have some kind of concert? Was that a Kentucky Rising? Yeah. So that Kentucky Rising concert was to help flood victims. Yeah. At Reparita. And that was Chris Stapleton's idea. Like he that was hundred percent him, hundred percent Chris. He basically called his manager and said, Hey, here I want to do a concert, Kentucky Rising to help flood victims. 
And, you know, I'm sure Chris's team orchestrated some stuff, but Chris started handpicking people. Like, I want Patty Lovett. I want some, I want Tyler Childers. I want so-and-so. I mean, they had uh, Ricky Skaggs. They had all yeah. kinds of people. He handpicked them, said, this is what I want it to look like. Um, and he did it his way. And then Chris Stapleton's uh, manager uh, reached out to us and wanted us to be involved in the Kentucky Rising as far as New Frontier goes. And I was like, of course. Yeah. This is what we've been doing for the past two or three months. And, yeah, we obviously we were familiar with it. We've been watching Chris, and I'm sure they were watching us. And so when he wanted us to jump in and be a small part of it, we were, first of all, pumped. I'm like, right. Chris Stapleton, like, does he even know who we are? <laughs> like, that's really cool because, like, we grew up – not grew up. I mean, I've listened to Chris Stapleton. I look, He's like yeah. the leader of Eastern Kentucky. Right. Him and Tyler and Sturgill and – so we were really grateful when he wanted to include us. That was cool. Um, but we ended up donating hats and like design work for the concert. So um that was a sold out rep arena. And they raised two point five, three million for flood victims. So really? That's amazing. That was cool. That is it sweet. Was, yeah, that was definitely all Chris and so shout out to him for doing that. Whenever Chris watches this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Chris. Please watch. Chris, how about a new album, man? <laughs> yeah. I've listened to Traveler a hundred million times. Oh. Well, Josh, it uh it's been it's amazing. Closing time. Yeah, it's been awesome. Thank you so much for doing this. Thanks for having me, man. I mean, it all this stuff is uh you could go deeper and you could just keep talking, just yeah. keep going deeper, but this is just skipping over the highlights yeah. and Hopefully be, we'll have you back on. We can, I mean, cool if, have if me back. Yeah. viewers have any questions, we can, we can ask you then. We will not answer them. Yeah. Just kidding. We'll answer them. <laughs> we might, no, maybe not all of them, but we'll answer some of them. Yeah. <laughs> we'll have to send them off to a secretary and it'll <laughs> yeah. find its way back. Yeah. yeah. Might, might get lost in the, in the process. Right? Yeah. But no, I mean, <laughs> thanks for having me. Yes, sir. This is, this is awesome. And I'm a, I'm a fan. So as soon as you asked me, I was like, hell yeah. Yeah. This is I a busy season that. for us. Yeah, I know. And I could have easily been like, ah, and kicked it to next year. But I'm like, <laughs> yeah. I have to find a way to get yeah. on there. So, um, hopefully people listening can take at least something away from it. Yeah. And sure if can. not, it's just good ear candy. <laughs> yeah. Listen maybe to fall asleep. You know? Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. So hear, hear my, my serenading voice, you know? Yeah. So. <laughs> What it's like to uh, start a business and podcast in Moorhead. Yeah. Off the uh, grid. It's sweet. Oh, yeah. Thanks for having yes, me. Yes, sir. I really I'm looking it. forward to listening to the other guests that's coming on, yeah. too. And as you mentioned, like traveling and yeah. interviewing people, I think I'm excited to listen to that, too. Yeah. So I'm hoping hope, there's there's not a lot of people that want to voice their opinion. I don't know why. But we'll, yeah. We'll get them broke down. We'll, yeah. We'll we'll deal with them later. Yeah. We'll hand them later. Bill does. <laughs> Guys, thank you so much for watching this episode and make sure that you like and you subscribe. Thank you.